Well, hello. hello. Welcome <laughs> to Mysterious AF. We're back. Shocking. Yeah, I say that every time, like I'm surprised <laughs> that we're back. Um, so glad that you're joining us. This is Charles. And this is Celesta. And we are going to be talking about the second episode of Hellier. Yep, that's right. We're doing a series. I can't remember if on the first episode, if I said we were going to watch the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know if we did or not. But And they're going to be released weekly. Yeah. I think. Weekly is our plan. <laughs> <laughs> Barring all disaster. So, yeah. So, this is... We're, we watched episode two. There are five episodes total. And, again, these are on YouTube and they're free to watch. So, hopefully... You'll watch it, be inspired by <laughs> listening to us. I don't know. Um, I've been enjoying it so far. Although this episode is a little bit boring, but... Yeah. Well, I, I was talking to Jill last night, and I was like, out of all of the documentaries that we've watched, this one is like, I like the people somewhat yeah. in it. It's well-produced. Um, I'm it, excited to watch it. Yeah. Like, like, I want to. I look forward to see what's going to happen. Yeah. And there's not like... 40 episodes to get through. Right. So kind of like when we were watching that Oak Island, when we saw there's like yeah. seven seasons of it, it's like, oh shit. We're not doing all those. Yeah. Because um, they never find anything anyway. So what's the point? Yeah. It's a big fib. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big fib. So right off the bat, I want to tell you, as always, if you like us, please rate, review, and subscribe. Tell your friends. Shout it from the rooftops. Make smoke signals. Um, uh, message in a bottle. Yeah. Send us a message. Write a song about us. Yeah, that would be cute. Or a poem. Yeah. Poem. Poem. <laughs> poem. Poem. <laughs> thank you. Thank in you. In advance. Yes, thank you in advance. <laughs> we appreciate it. We love our listeners because we know most of you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for, for sticking around with us. <laughs> All right. Chapter two. Ink and black. Mm -hmm. Mysterious. Carl is back, the filmmaker. That was my first note, too. Oh, with oh. an exclamation point. Synchronicity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and basically, he's like just explaining the team that he's getting together, which is Greg, Dana, himself, Connor. A guy named Connor. Who's a researcher that he knows. And then a cameraman. Which right. I don't even, do we even get the cameraman's name? Rashad. Oh, that we do. Yeah. Um, yeah, Connor... Clean your kitchen, please. It was giving me anxiety <laughs> watching you. <laughs> you had a really cute shirt on. I liked your shirt, but your kitchen was a damn mess. Um, Strike one, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Rashad the cameraman. And... Yeah. And then we launch into this whole thing about synchronicity again, which... I was like, how short would these docs be if they weren't talking about random shit that they put together? Yeah, no kidding. It's... It's a lot of stuff I guess I wouldn't even think about. Like, I kind of wonder where they were inspired for the synchronicity thing. Like, if it's Dana with some kind of her looking for patterns in her witchcraft or I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we've been goofing around with it this week. But don't you think we're just like, I mean, we're looking for it. So you're going to find oh, it, right? Yeah. Like, I thought you meant we were goofing around with witchcraft. No, I was like, no. what have you been doing? <laughs> Did you put a spell? No. Synchronicity. Synchronicity, yeah. So, but yeah, I think you can make, you're going to make patterns up if you want to. You're yeah. going to find things that are like, oh, this is weird. But I am. Um, Just probably coincidence. 
Yeah. Probably. I mean, there's I'm not going to throw out the whole, I mean, it's possibility that it, there's some sort of message. Well, two things I don't believe in. Uh-oh. Coincidences and leprechauns. So, I don't know. <laughs> well, if you don't believe in it. So, if there's not any coincidences, then you believe in the synchronicity. Is that what you're saying? No, I was just quoting something from a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember which TV show. I, it's probably a Buffy quote, so. <laughs> oh. We'll just get back to the to the real podcast. But <laughs> um. Oh, what's her name? Jessica Fletcher, maybe? Jessica Fletcher. Oh, my God. Yeah, I found uh, Murder, She Wrote episodes on YouTube for free. Pass the good word, y'all. I think I'm going to watch that tonight. That sounds good. Where Ryan's out of, out of the house. <laughs> yes. Getting my bourbon on. Turn up Jessica Fletcher. She's <laughs> and some uh, murder she wrote. Yeah. Idol. I've been humming that music all day when you, after you sent me that. Well, you know, it's my ringtone, right? <laughs> Synchronicity. <laughs> yeah, murder she wrote. That's what plays whenever somebody uh, calls me. So good. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it going to be? It's a mystery. <laughs> okay. Anyway, what happens next? So we kind of find out how they all met each other. Greg met Carl at the Stanley Hotel during some kind of... Um, Stanley Hotel ghost hunt. Greg loves Carl's work. Um, and so Carl's kind of the one who was pushing for them all to go to Kentucky. Um, they have a beautiful bromance, possible <laughs> romance. Um, and oh, this was weird. This was my synchronicity. I put weird in the documentary, they're showing a cat. In a window-mounted cat bed cleaning itself. (laughs) I had just posted on Instagram a picture of one of my cats named Jasper in the same bed with a blanket also. That's a true story, you guys. It is true. Follow me on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it was... uh, No, it's not that weird. It was just... You know, we were. I was looking for the synchronicity and I can find it. I made it up. Made it happen. (laughs) And they... Greg says that Carl and Connor have more of a skeptical stance, so they have, I guess, kind of a good balance between Greg and Dana and Carl and Connor. Yeah, and then they're back heavily on the synchronicity stuff. Oh, it's okay. Don't burn yourself on the candle. (laughs) Tissues are flammable, like really badly. I'm sure they are. I'm glad you have it so close to the candle. It's helpful. (laughs) (laughs) We need a new roof. Burn it down and collect the entrance. <laughs> these candles are awesome. I mean, these, what are <laughs> these they, drapes. curtains, drapes. <laughs> Window blankets. <laughs> okay, sorry. No, what were fine. you saying? The synchronicity stuff is back. They have a quote from Carl Jung. Oh, yeah. Who is, um, you learn about in like beginning psychology classes. And, oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't look him up. But I was like, who is this guy? Uh, the thing that I remember him most for was that he talks about archetype like personality archetypes hmm. and um yeah i don't know i feel like they're just kind of this sounds good let's put it in here and yeah. make it look pretty well what did he say i don't remember did you write it down um i did not write his quote down i just saw that they had popped up i don't think it really had any kind of importance importance <laughs> yeah dana blah 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 synchronicity blah 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 uh-huh. When we kind of get into the meat of the episode where they, I think it's Carl starts talking about Mothman. Yeah. And it it all kind of comes together, but you're just like, okay, here we go down this rabbit hole of Mothman for some reason. 
actually, I do love a good Mothman story. It's, I've learned, I used to talk about that with my dad when we were kids, so, I don't know. I, I like Mothman, but. So did your dad tell you about Mothman? Maybe. Did I ask you this? I don't know how we learned about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I know we were talking about it, but like, before the movie came out. Like, it was a thing that we knew about. I don't know. My dad's into weird stuff, maybe. Did you hear that thunder? Yeah. It's been like thunder snowing here or thunder sleeting here today in Kansas it's City. We've been getting some day. weird weather. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't, I still haven't watched anything about Mothman. Um, we didn't have to do Mothman. Well, I wanted to, but the one is on Prime and I, I still have to log you into just, my Prime. Just or you just come over and watch it. Yeah. But anyway, so Carl is telling us about Woodrow Derenberger. I didn't know there was audio of this, but he's telling his story. They they put the audio in of the time that he was run off the road by a UFO mm-hmm. in 1966 in West Virginia. And an alien comes out of this craft, apparently, and approaches him and tells him not to be scared. And he, Woodrow, introduces himself and the alien introduces himself and calls himself Cold. Indrid Cold. Indrid Cold. So, if you know anything about Mothman, you've heard that name a thousand times because it's like a character that pops up during that whole time in West Virginia. Charles does not know anything about it. But... Is that who Richard Gere plays? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did just want to say this really quickly. I like their credits music with the strings or the harp too, or yes. whatever. I was like, wow, these credits are really yeah. Creepy and well done. Yeah, no, <laughs> I enjoy I really, a good credit. I really like that music too. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Is that synchronicity? I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. Or we just, you know, our brains are like so connected to each other now. <laughs> <laughs> Scary. Get out of my brain. So then Carl, so they're in the car now going to Kentucky, basically. And Carl is reviewing all of the material that I believe. Dana and Greg probably printed out from like the emails and all this weird stuff that they had. And he finds that he's rereading the Terry wrist interview that was in the back of that book we talked about last time. And he sees the words ink and black, which was, I think a term that was used in a letter that Greg had gotten from Terry wrist, Terry wrist mm-hmm. or some, some weirdo. I don't remember. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on here. It was kind of hard to pay attention. He was applying the cipher. Terry Wrist yeah, was applying the cipher. cipher. I don't. I don't understand how ink and black is a cipher. They they say there's a cipher, but they don't really say like how the cipher works. Yeah, yeah they or... said they've been working on it for like UFO researchers. They've been working on it for forever. And I'm like, well, but where did it come from? And right. what's what are you talking about? And they used it on Indrid Cold's name mm-hmm. and got ink and black. Cold is black or something, and then. Um, something about the third order. Yeah, you guys just watch this and explain it to us. I don't. I and mean, somebody knows what's going on here. Carl has a potty mouth. Was, I was kind of like, whoa, Carl. Carl throwing out these curse words. Um, the third order represents Earth in the space government, and so I was like, third order, not the Third Reich. <laughs> like it seemed. <laughs> I don't know. It no, was that's very different. Yeah, it was something different. Um, <laughs> It was weird. It was, and then they kind of said like, the Mothman thing was the Mothman was a distress beacon to this 
order? Yeah. Or, like, it, Injured Cold was putting out a distress beacon for help from the Greys? Yeah. I don't... They're just talking about it like we're supposed to know what the hell is going on here. And I do not know. Me either. Who has time? I barely have time for this. <laughs> just kidding. I love we're this. Making, we're making time for this, though. It's important. We're getting out, getting the good word out. <laughs> Hellier is BFE. Bumfuck nowhere. <laughs> Egypt. I guess this is what BFE. Bumfuck Egypt. Bumfuck nowhere. What? Um, Egypt? You've never heard Bumfuck Egypt? No. Oh. I'm pretty sure that's what we called it when I was in high school. Like, when like, you were referring to Egypt? No, when you're referring to, like, a small town oh. in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> but I don't know why it was Egypt. <laughs> that makes no sense. Like, when um, I think of Egypt, I think of Cairo. It's, like, a huge city. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I think of, like, the Ten Commandments and okay. Moses. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> So, Hellier, yeah, it's middle of nowhere, but they do have a hop-in gas station, a.k.a. pizza store, a.k.a. grocery store that looks like, and it's the hub of activity, which um, reminds me of, like, when we were in high school going to, like, Sonic after football games to hang out, like. Yeah, reminds me of my small town where we had, well, we had more than a gas station, but it had a pizza place in it and movie rentals. Uh -uh. Mm Uh-uh. Did you hang out there? Did you eat the pizza? Was I mean, I ate the pizza, yeah. Yeah. Was it so Casey's good. pizza? No, it wasn't Casey's. It was a Senex station. Oh, okay. I don't know if many of those have their own pizzas, but I remember getting pizza, Doritos, and Mountain Dew, and that was like our family night. We'd get, and then a movie, right? That sounds amazing. And, and you'd also go terrible. Home and eat it. I know, but there's something about Mountain Dew and pizza. Oh my God. I love a good Mountain Dew. <laughs> Mountain Dew Code Red, especially. <laughs> I love that in vodka. Like I can go for hours on Mountain yeah, Dew Code well, Red. You're vodka. gonna be supercharged with <laughs> <laughs> I have no Red Bull for me. Can't stand the smell of that, but Oh, it's so gross. Oh, yeah. Um Carl is smoking at the gas station. Carl. Which I was like, is is this for is he fucking kidding right now? Like <laughs> this is dangerous, Carl. Your hair is gonna catch on fire and then you're gonna blow up the gas station. <laughs> I was at a gas station that started on fire once. Oh my gosh, what happened? What happened? What had happened? Um, I don't know how it started, but we got in our car and went across the street and then... Watched it? Watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Were you like filming for Snapchat? No, this was a long time ago oh, okay. when I was a kid. Uh, that would be terrifying. I don't remember blowing up or anything, so it probably just went out or they got it out pretty easily. But they're like, can you get out of here? It's on fire. I'm like, <laughs> Well, like I wonder I get... if we got our gas for free. You did, or you I wonder? wonder. Oh, yeah. I would think so. But I always get mad at people that are like talking on their cell phones, like at the pump, or they have their car running. I'm no. like, can you people not read? Can you use a, your common brain. sense. I mean, static can do it. Yeah, like no one wants to die here at the gas station with you. <laughs> with you, <laughs> you selfish, selfish. Talking person. about your yeast infection to your mom on the phone. <laughs> I don't know. I'm... <laughs> Yes. Sorry. Guilty. <laughs> the new STD you picked up. I didn't mean you. I meant the person next to you yeah. talking. Well, you. Yeah. <laughs> no one listen, No one needs to listen to my conversation. <laughs> Yeasty drippings. Oh, <laughs> Gross. Um, oh, 
so then they kind of just, they're there. I think they just kind of arrive at night. And last time they were there, Greg and Dana, if you remember, if you watched the first episode, they kind of just started chatting up the locals and they got a bunch of stories out of it. So they try that again. Only this time, like, I don't know, it's kind of, it's dark, it's late. I think you're getting, like, the wrong crowd, you know? It's like all these old guys. Yeah. It... Who don't have time for their shit. They're like, no, I've never seen anything weird around here. And who are you, city folk? Yeah. Yeah, the, like, one of the guys that they, they don't show his face, but he's wearing a t-shirt with the sleeves cut off, and they're showing him the goblin tracks, and he's like, I've never seen nothing like this. And then as he goes to leave, he tells them, watch yourself around here. Yeah. Which I was like, yikes, no thank you. Right. Um, And so they decide that they're going to call Tammy, who works at the gas station or worked there when they first went. Yeah, he made that contact the last time they were there. And I thought this was, I don't know, I guess we'll see how it plays out. But I thought it was kind of poor planning. Like, they show up in Kentucky and then he calls her. Like, why didn't you set something up? Because they were talking about how she wasn't working that night and they wish they had, like, a, I don't know, someone to talk to or whatever. I'm like, well, you should have called her. She could have met you there. Right. That's that's exactly what I said. And I have that note for, like, the next day when they wake up, which we'll get into. But it's like they made no... They, yeah, yeah, poor planning. They went without a plan. They were just going to go and see what, maybe they do this. That's how they do it. I don't know. Like, maybe they. <sighs> like, I'm not going to drive four hours <laughs> no. to, like, maybe not maybe. have what I want to happen yeah, happen. Yeah, exactly. Makes no sense. No sense at all. They need to hire us as, like, the planners. Definitely. And drive us around. CNC plan. <laughs> CNC planners. And, yeah, just drive us around. We'll um, have our vodkas <laughs> We can be like the Minnesota Modeling Academy. I know, exactly. <laughs> I need another margarita. <laughs> Quit it with that Marco Polo shit already. So, but Greg does finally get a hold of Tammy, and she tells him that her grandson took pictures of more strange prints. Yeah, up in some hills somewhere. Up in some hills. Um, Even though the guy just told him not to follow anybody into the hills. Right, yeah, great. Because, like, don't follow any, anyone who says they know something. Like, okay, well, they're like, who's yeah, going to be idea. doing that? Like, I got some candy. <laughs> Come into the woods I with me. I got some goblins for you. Yeah. Come on. These well, aren't ch- children, Greg. No, but you have to think, like, it is a shitty little town. Mm-hmm. There's going to be crimes of opportunity. Here comes these guys and their SUVs. They got a ton of camera equipment. Oh, yeah. I mean, all you hillbilly friends got to do is like, yeah, jump them. Come in, come into the woods over here, and then yeah, jump them and mug them. Come into my cabin. <laughs> I got something to show you. Come into my mine shaft. <laughs> Just my shaft. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be my gay erotic novel. I write about Kentucky mine Mind people. <laughs> come into my shaft. Look at my slurry over here. Oh yeah, slurry. I liked that word. It made me, made me think of flurries. McFlurries. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. I know. Anyway. <laughs> oh, so they go back to the hotel for the night after they really didn't get any information. Except for making contact with what's-her-face. Yeah, and like you said, these locals don't know anything. No. Um, I guess, the sorry, the last one that they talked to was saying that he'd never heard of Dr. Dave Christie. Yeah. Which was, I thought was important. And then I was thinking maybe the locals scared him away. 
like it would like an episode of Scooby Doo. Maybe they hired children or a gang of mid short, whatever the politically correct term is for people who are little small, people? little people. Yeah, and scared them away. I don't know. There's gold on it's his possible. on his farm. I mean, but last episode too, they were asking around and nobody had heard of him. So yeah, either you're that's true, or he just didn't wasn't there long enough to make friends. Right. Six or seven months. But somebody mentions, too, like, and I don't know at what point, but they're like, why would this doctor move out here? And I was like, that's a good question. Like, I get people like their privacy, but I, and I Googled this on the, the Google, the Google on the maps, and it is out in the middle of freaking nowhere. And it's not, I went on Zillow because I was trying to look for this Dr. Christie because I know you can go from Zillow where they have housing listings. You can look at county records. Oh. So I was like, maybe I can find a name linked to a property. Turns out this place is so small they don't have any sort of county records connected to it like Kansas City does. But, I mean, there's nothing around there. Why would a doctor buy a shit house? I like... I don't want to upset the people of hell here, but like, there's nothing out there that looks, that looks, I don't, I don't, like, I, yeah, why would you want to live there? I don't know. My friend Lauren moved out to a small town because she got rural, because she is a healthcare provider, she gets rural student loan reimbursement for moving to a small town because a lot of people who are in the medical field, I guess, aren't. They have to, they give them incentives to move to these small towns. Okay. That's like the only thing I could think of as to why. But is she eat. working in the town she lives in? Yeah. Because hell yeah, there's nowhere to work. She works in the town she lives in, but she also goes out to nearby towns. Mm-hmm. Like they, certain days they have traveling clinic days where they go work okay. um, in some of the small surrounding towns. So I don't know. I think that's the Kansas thing. I don't know if that's everywhere. I would assume so. Like. But then you'd almost think then then somebody would have heard of him. Right. Right. Like he would have had people he worked with. Yeah. But where are they? They were taken by the goblins. By the goblins. <laughs> into the mine shaft. <laughs> so creepy. All those little hands all over your body. Ah, pulling you into the darkness. Mm-mm. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're at this beautiful, beautiful hotel, motel in Pikeville, Kentucky. Where Dana is going to do tarot. Yeah. Which this whole scene. Right? <laughs> I was like, come on. This is so fake. Yeah. So fake. So fake. So I don't know anything about a tarot, but apparently you want car. You like if a car jumps out at you or whatever that you grab it as part of your reading. And Greg is just like swirling them all over. And he's like, oh, if a card magically flips. Oh, look, it flipped over. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's like Greg is being floppy. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying he... I think the cards were random, but it's obvious he was helping them along. Yeah. They were all the same cards. We didn't <laughs> see what the other cards were. <laughs> and they got the devil, a five of kips, and something else. I yeah. can't remember. Because I, <laughs> I wanted to like write down... And the devil was something that means... <laughs> It means malicious, arrogant, the ego, it's manipulative. Your cat's the devil right now. <laughs> yeah. You can maybe hear Jasper <laughs> howling in the background. He misses Charles. 
No, he just wants to go to the garage, and he's <laughs> doing everything in his power to get attention to have somebody let him into the garage. That he's bitch. Yeah, he no, he's a terror. When he wants his way, he Aww. tries to get it, and it's very annoying. Yeah, then I just I mean, I really didn't write much down about this because I they spend a lot of time discussing the cards and. Mm-hmm. Like Charles, like the devil about being ego and everything. And then I think it's like Connor's like, well, what if we're the ones that are, have the ego? And what if we're the ones that are trying to manipulate people into giving us evidence we want? I'm like, well, don't do that. Yeah, don't don't be a dick. <laughs> um, he also said Connor is the one who says that maybe Hellier is a town that's open an open window to like experiencing things. But mm-hmm. It's just a shitty town. Yeah, but. I like. I did like this line. It was a pretty good line. I'll give him that. It's an uncomfortable reading for an uncomfortable place. <laughs> I was like, oh. You know, like... Well said, sir. Yeah, and like, I wonder what else they do tarot for. Like, before they go out to eat, like, what kind of service they're going to have. Like, tonight, we're supposed to go to a birthday party at Missy B's, and I'm like, I should do a tarot reading Ooh. to see what's going to happen. Do they have, like, online tarot reading? They do. <laughs> I, I think I, well, I don't know if they do anymore, but years ago. I bet they do. Um, I did that. I can't remember what I got. We're doing it at the end of this episode. Yay! Project! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they go to bed and wake up the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, narrator. <laughs> uh, and this is where I got frustrated because I, yeah. they're, they're just calling news crews and police and i'm like couldn't you guys have done this from um cincinnati again yeah a little pre-planning like we see them sitting in their ski on calling people like this is what this is what we're watching is them on the phone calling people and it's like this is ridiculous and (laughs) they go on to say that the media agencies are kind of giving them the cold shoulder which they think is unusual um the police department doesn't answer at all which is unusual. <laughs> Which is unusual. And, like, part of me wonders if it's, like, a volunteer kind of police yeah. department. Yeah. And if if you They're have an emergency, you, you call, like, a yeah. cell phone number of somebody who lives in the town. <laughs> but there's yeah. zero help. Zero help. Which... And they are miffed. I mean, it is a little weird. I, I don't know. I've never done this before. But it does seem like at least a radio, like, a DJ loves a good story, right? Like, mm-hmm. wouldn't you even want to... Maybe interview these, like, have the local documentary crew. Well, I guess they're not local, but they're, they're in your local area. Mm-hmm. They came to make a movie. Wouldn't you invite them on the air or something? Or yeah. the little newspaper nearby might want to write up a little article? Swap yeah. information? I don't know. Give you something. I'm sure yeah. there's, like, not much news to report about in this town. But I don't know. Weird. Um, Maybe not weird. I don't know. And this is this whole part is just where I was kind of like, okay, I'm really rapidly losing interest in this, this episode because the rest of the episode, basically, they're driving around trying to find Dr. Dave's house again. Yep. Um, because the last episode, they thought they found one that looked like it. Yeah. Years ago. Like when yeah, just... Like two years ago? Greg and Dana had gone. Yeah. yeah. They thought they'd found it. And so they can't remember where it is. Um, and I'm like, they're just wasting a lot of gas driving around this town but they don't know what else to do yeah yeah again 
No plan. Like, I would have given everybody a personalized printed itinerary (laughs) of our day-to-day activities. (laughs) Tarot cards at nine. Yeah. Breakfast from nine to 9.30. Massages at noon. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. That's like my kind of paranormal hunt. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You have to be relaxed to let the spirits talk to you. (laughs) So I need mimosas and a massage. (laughs) And then the spirits will talk. Charles, when do we do the actual ghost hunting? (laughs) Uh, You will see it is from 8 to 9. Look at your itinerary. Okay. And then... Nine to one is the clubbing. Clubbing, <laughs> clubbing in Hellier, <laughs> aka my motel room, <laughs> aka. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just wrote boring in all caps. Yeah. Like I'm so bored. They're looking for forever. Also, again, if you Google this town, it's like five roads. So yeah, it shouldn't have taken that long. <laughs> <laughs> so they they do find some more locals. Yeah, I think they give up and just start talking to people because... Where you can see a Confederate flag <laughs> yes, flying high on a pole. Good place to stop. Um, and these locals, of course, they don't know Dave either. They never heard of him. Um, do you want to talk about what one of the locals claims to have heard crying from a cave? <laughs> a baby. A baby, of course. Like, but I'm sure it is a fox or a deer. Do those sound like babies? Oh, I didn't know that. I'll put a clip in, because it's frightening. I can't wait to hear the clip. (laughs) It is frightening. And deer make crazy noise, too, which I learned from Mike on the Whatcast, because he encountered... Some deers that scared the bejeebies out of him by their screaming. Did they have the zombie virus? I don't think they had the zombie virus. I think he just spooked them. Oh. Mike. You gotta clap when you are out in nature. That's what I learned in Yellowstone. You gotta clap to scare away the bears. Hit the sticks together. (laughs) Or do the drumming. Oh, yeah. No, because then Bigfoot might come. Yeah. That might summon Bigfoot. But maybe he can protect you from the bears. (sighs) I'm going to have my whole, like, <laughs> menagerie. I, I usually just sing and all the little small creatures come Aww. to me. I also and get fold them Fold your laundry. <laughs> Please fold my laundry and help me with my school projects. That's uh, your husband. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, I hope nobody, I hope your teachers don't listen to this. I'll be done by then. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They'll never know. That's true. Adios, suckas. Okay. <laughs> Here we get to learn about slurry. Slurry, yeah. Basically the mud and old coal from mine shafts yes. mixes together. Yeah. So Greg and the gang are showing these locals the footprint pictures. And the locals were like, that looks like the footprints were made in slurry. So, like, I guess when they closed down the mines, they flooded the mines, and then eventually the water has too much pressure, and that's what blows out. And, like you said, it's the yeah. coal and so you'll, mud. At the mix base or the opening of the mine, there'll be this slurry. Yeah. So the shaft opens, and all this goo comes rushing out of there. So, on the one hand, it's interesting because 
This guide claims to be from this area where there are a lot of mines and a lot of slurry, apparently. Yeah. And here are the footprints in slurry. Because mm-hmm. it could have been a regular mud or whatever. But it's in slurry. On the other hand, uh, they don't know where it is. So they can't <laughs> really go there and look. And these guys tell them, it's it's a good-ish idea. They're like, look, you got a picture of the slurry. Because you can see the whole sort of width of the path. However, you don't know how wide it is because there's no real measurements. But they're like, you just got to go look around mines and see if this path of slurry looks like the path of slurry you're standing in front of. I'm like, that's some good sleuth in there. Yeah. Mr. Confederate man. It's nice that they need Google Satellite. Yeah. Um, or a drone. Yeah. And There's speaking a- of drones, I have a drone. What? I forgot to tell you. I was listening to the Bigfoot one and I was talking about drones. Our Bigfoot podcast. And I forgot that I have a drone in the guest bedroom. Nate got it for me for Christmas because I was like, I want a drone to spy on our neighbors. So he got me a drone. Uh, let's go use it. Well, we need to get to Kentucky. Does it have a camera? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm like pretty high tech. <laughs> <laughs> it's a drone from Amazon. That so sounds it's... really fun. Yeah. Uh, you can deliver sandwiches or something on it and <laughs> <laughs> drop knives on people. Wow. Okay. Well, guys, keep your eyes up. Or maybe not. Wear, Just stay wear a inside. Wear a helmet. Yeah. You'll probably want to wear a helmet. Why are you wearing this helmet? Drones. Drones. Drones with knives. Knives. Um, Put tinfoil around it, too, while you're at it. Yeah. Because of the aliens. It will disrupt their um, hypnotic power. <laughs> Hypno- hypnotic hip- Hypnotic, yeah, that's the right word. Hypnotic. No. <laughs> Hypno powers. Well, I that's all I have pretty much. Yeah, I except for the Airbnb cabin that they stay at. Right. So the last few things I had, um, Dana says something about elementals. Maybe were the what was behind the baby noise in the woods, and I was yep. like, I have no idea what an elemental is. I didn't look it up. Um, if I heard a baby crying in a cave, I would say, no way, Jose. Yeah. Um, it can be raised by wolves like Mowgli was. He's fine. Um, <laughs> He's fine. You know? And yeah, so then we get to the, we get to see that the gang is staying in a cabin in Jenkins, Kentucky. Um, nice. It's nice and secluded. There's no cell phone or internet. Oops. And I said, something's going to happen. And then what do we know? They're going out at night into the woods and they're calling out to goblins. Yep. Um, Good luck with that. Yeah, and that's basically our cliffhanger yeah. ending for this episode. A um, little disappointing after the first one, but again, I think after you watch the first one, you're like, ah, I want it to keep building, and then this is just kind of a dip, so maybe it'll ramp back up yeah. in the next one. I started, I got like 30 seconds into the next one, and they're still in the woods in the dark, so. It's like Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Except with goblins instead of a witch. I don't like the idea of goblins. I just don't like it. Really? Freaky. Would you rather be lost in the woods and know Mm. that there was a witch or goblins in the woods? What kind of witch? Um, Evil? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say a witch because singular versus I feel like goblins, you get them wet, they're just going to multiply and overtake you 
Why what? would you get them wet? That might Are you going to pee on them? <laughs> what if it rains? <laughs> well, it probably will rain. I didn't know that they. that's how they reproduce. I don't... I'm just... I feel like goblins, there'd be many, many. Which is part of the thing that creeps me out. Yeah. And then they could, like, coordinate, like, little yeah. attacks on you. And then they'd be chirping like that doctor said. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what goblin... It's <laughs> probably not wee-wee, but... That's kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> That makes them very much less terrifying, but yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't like it. Hmm. I have this image of them in my head, and they're just—it's probably from that movie, whatever the movie that was. Gremlins. No, the Descent or the one that we were talking about last time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But those are like human-sized, and those are scary. Yeah, that was but scary. just shrink them down a little bit. And they're just still scary. Yeah, yeah. That would that that would be terrifying. I don't think, I, for some reason, I picture, like, the aliens from Toy Story, <laughs> but, like, less alien. I don't know. Like <laughs> More like a minion. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, okay, you guys Charles are would be like, wait, I am your god. And they would just all bow down. Bring me pizza from the gas station. <laughs> pizza. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know. I, um... I'm just wondering when we are going to get sponsored to go to Kentucky ourselves <laughs> and hunt for the goblins, because I am all in. Um, we might. I don't know if, we, if we'll have time this summer, but I mean, we go for whiskey stuff sometimes, so. Okay. We'll let you know if there's any. Uh... Well, I, I'm not invited to the whiskey thing. <laughs> well, no. The group has changed its rules. Not just anyone can go anymore. You have to buy. Well, I don't care about the whiskey thing. I, I was just thinking I could hitch a ride. Yeah, And then sure. I'll get an Uber. Well, I mean, like, Ryan and I were thinking about going ourselves. Yeah. So, that in that case, you are definitely invited. I'll be driving the mystery machine. <laughs> what? Get a van. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a van! <laughs> That's what we did when we went to Key West with some friends. We rented a minivan. The five of us, and it was amazing. That sounds amazing. It's very comfortable. Um, I have an online tarot card reading. Do you want to do it? Yeah. Okay, so click the deck to begin. And do we have to ask it something? Do we, or do we just? But that's the only instructions it gives you. Click the deck to begin. Oh wait, no, no. Okay. Focus for a moment or two on the question you'd like to ask or the issue. You would like some information about before you select the cards. What what should we... We should probably focus on the same thing. Yeah, we should. What are we going to focus on? The podcast? Or goblins? Probably the goblins, I would think, (laughs) is more pertinent. (laughs) I want to know if this podcast is going to produce any sponsors. (laughs) No, okay, we can do goblins. Yeah, let's think about goblins. And, yeah. I'm goblins. focusing on goblins. You guys focus on goblins. Yeah. Not that you're... I don't know why I'm closing my eyes. <laughs> well, good. Just keep focusing. Select six cards. How the... Okay. Get my reading. Card one. The sun. You are feeling abundantly happy and joyful. But we are together. <laughs> If you don't, be assured that you are about to enter a period of success and fulfillment. Oh, hell yeah. This is a time of pleasure, vitality, and good health, travel, and holidays to be enjoyed. 
good news around children mm. or the conception. Ah! Let's skip. That's for you, not skip. me. Skip. Skip to the end. Okay. Card two, the hanged man. That doesn't sound good. This card suggests that what you want, what you most want at this time is to have it all. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like always. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why should you have to give something or someone up? Perhaps you feel a victim and that the events are not going as planned. Trust that this is a passage from one phase of your life to another. If you're not sure what or who you need to give up, uh, trust that things will resolve themselves over time and whatever outcome will ultimately be to your benefit. Uh, Next, the star, which is a naked woman at a stream. You are fearful of the future and lacking in self-belief, afraid your hopes will be dashed. Well, don't be. I feel like this is more about the podcast than goblins. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're probably right. It was in my hand. You were focusing way too much harder. Way harder than me. You had your eyes closed. I thought you were doing it. (laughs) Uh, Good health, possibly after a time of illness. Oh, and good fortune. We'll give you a new zest for life. So we'll almost die, but we'll come back stronger than ever. Okay. I don't (laughs) want to be disfigured, though. (laughs) The Empress is card number four. And I guess there are, like... What's going for you is the card number four. The harvest is here. You're entering a cycle of abundance, happiness, and joy. Creative energy is high. Charles, working on your art projects. So if you're considering starting a family, a new job, or artistic endeavor, this is a favorable time. Okay. Next, card five, Wheel of Fortune. Ooh, I love that show. A run of bad luck here, perhaps already evident, or that certainly signs that things are not going your way. Yeast infection. (laughs) they have medicine for that charles (laughs) the responsibility of important decisions weighs heavily with you uh choices to make trust your intuition card six (gasps) the tower i have this drawing mateo drew it for me oh that's pretty i mean he did a better job i feel like a period of dramatic change and upheaval however this period of change will herald a new beginning it's time to reevaluate. Sometimes a difficult, sometimes as difficult as the disappointment has been to take, change can create new possibilities you never dreamed of. There could be problems relating to your property, or if considering a new property or move, prog- progress will be thwarted. So I feel like the first half of this reading was like very positive, move forward, move forward, and then the last part was just like, just kidding. Shit on you. So I don't. What does it mean? What does it all mean? Nothing. The okay. end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really have no words to, dis- <laughs> to just... <laughs> communicate how I feel about that uh, tarot reading that you did for me. Thank you so much for that. Uh, you're welcome. Maybe I'll go get like a real one done somewhere. Like... I don't know why you don't trust the online version. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think the spirits are channeling through the internets or whatever. The ethernet. The high speed. You're probably internet. right. We should ask Veronica, your ghost. Yeah, Veronica, where have you been lately? Mm, don't summon her. She's on vacation. Probably. It's too cold. She's like, yeah. Fuck this weather. <laughs> Boo, I'm getting away. Um, well, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks for listening. If we you're... appreciate it. Watching along, 
Reach out to us on Facebook. Give us your thoughts on these episodes. Yeah, it's entertaining, at least. Mm -hmm. And I would recommend this over almost everything that we've watched before. Yeah. Except for maybe Love and Saucers. I still love that. Well, yeah, that's pretty entertaining. Um, But yeah, we'll be doing episode three, obviously, next. I don't even know what it's called. And there's a possibility that Adam will be back with us, so. Yeah. I think I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) But... Thank you for listening. And And stay stay mysterious. mysterious. Bye.